Welcome to the Random Redux Review Podcast. Hey. Rudy. Yeah, it's perfect timing. I literally just logged on. I don't know if you've been waiting long or not. No, I just logged on. Oh, so we got it on at the same time. You're aligned. All right, then. Here we are. Episode number 10. I'll be talking to a woman named Liza Lentini, who you briefly heard there. She is a longtime friend of mine. I know her back from my producing days. I interviewed her several times for some sort of true crime shows. She's a journalist. You could also say, if you're counting it as a separate sort of subgenre, she's a music journalist, probably what she's most known for, but she's also a playwright, and she's taught a lot of different things related to the dramatic arts. She's a little bit of a social media influencer. I hate saying that. I'm sure she's probably cringing me saying that. But what I'm talking to her mostly in this conversation is about Reiki. Now, I know what some of you might be thinking is like, oh crap, some of this new age hocus pocus, whatever. And trust me, I'm a little bit skeptical too, but I guess not so skeptical that I didn't want to learn more and see what the lore was from her. I think it also just sort of speaks out interesting she is and that there's a lot to be learned from her life. Anyway, I'm going to shut up now and let's just get into my conversation with Liza Lentini and I'll let you come to your own conclusions and just remember that like all other episodes, nothing is as it seems. Yep. Yep, exactly. Well, you know what? I was actually a little bit of a skeptic too. That's why I think my story is really uh, kind of a good one. I actually had a number of varying health issues, some chronic health issues. Um, And then after a, a really long time, I'm talking like 18 years of not finding solutions, uh, a few years before that, I had adopted a dog. You're a dog lover too. So mm-hmm. you'll totally understand this. But, you know, I really do believe that our best lessons come from our dogs. I think that they are angels in our life. I think that they look out for us. I really do. And I think they are just born from love. So that's how they approach absolutely everything. But my dog, who I adore, like probably a little obsessively, I'll admit it, was actually ill from the time that I got him. He had chronic pancreatitis and he had a hole in his heart and he had liver issues. I think a different owner may not have gone the distance with him because I was at the ER. I call him my luxury car. I was at the ER (laughs) with him um, every three to six months. He was on death's door and I just realized, you know what? This dog's not going to make it. He's just not going to make it. The stress alone is, is just going to do him in. And he was, he's such a, a little love. And I thought, what else can I do for him? And at some point with my issues and actually with his as well, somebody had suggested, you know, maybe you try Reiki. And I was like, what is that? Like, what is this Reiki stuff? What does that even mean? And they were like, well, you know, it's really, it's super easy. All you do is just, it's basically a laying of hands procedure. And it's, 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 it's a practice that allows you to take all the healing energy that exists and put it in one place. And I was like, okay, yeah, whatever. So this, the, a local woman was doing Reiki classes. It was really packed. It was only a hundred bucks and it was in person. It was a full day course and you could get certified. And I thought, I, when I went into this course, I thought, this is it for me. I'm doing Reiki one. If this works for the dog, great. If it doesn't work for the dog, then I'm going to try something else. I don't know what I'm going to do. I took the class and 
I was just surrounded by so many really cool people. Almost, actually this class was all women. Um, almost all of them were nurses or some other kind of, a, a couple massage therapists, just some really interesting people. I noticed also there were a lot of mothers there and a couple of those mothers had children who were either ill or had autism. So um, I think I was the only one who came in primarily because I wanted to help my animal. Um, but one of the things that you do in the course is you would learn that specific hand placements of Reiki. And when I did that, the first woman that I worked on, the first time I ever did Reiki, I felt this very weird electricity shoot up my arms. The first person I touched and I said to her after the Reiki session, because we were doing a group Reiki session, I said, did you break your arms? And she said, yes, I broke my arms in a car accident a few years ago. And I was like, that's really cool. That's actually just really cool. That's like, that's like Marvel comic cool. The next time I did Reiki, and this isn't all in the class, I, and in the group, so I touched this woman, I started, I was on the, her side, so I started, I think, on her knees, and um, I got pulled underwater. Now, keep in mind, you have zero interaction with these people. I didn't know them, I didn't even know their names. To this day, I don't know their names. And I said to her after, I said, did you almost drown? And she said, yes, I almost drowned when I was a child. And I said, okay, this is just getting cooler and cooler by the time. And so what you learn in Reiki is that everything is about, well, intention is the first thing, and then everything else is about balance and alignment. And every single person, so we could take, this is impossible, but say we took like five identical people, <laughs> five identical twins, and you say, okay, they're all created equal. And then you send them in five different directions for an hour. They're not gonna come back the same people. One of them is going to see maybe something that scares them. One of them might see a car accident. One of them might see amazing birds in the trees. Another one might be scared by a bear. All of the things that happen to us in our lives, Reiki believes, create this tapestry. And some of it, not all of it, but some of it creates imbalance and that imbalance creates illness. Okay, so this is where the red flags go up and sort of my bullshit meter turns on. But, you know, I like Liza, I respect her, and I actually have done a little bit of research into Reiki, trying to find reasons against. I haven't really found any yet, except maybe expense. It jives well with other medications. There is no physical interaction, it's just all sort of like, spiritual so I don't know I will try to be as open-minded as possible and here lies out so it's believed with Reiki that we have all this energy that flows through us and the things that happen to us that are not so great or the things that we hold on to as trauma can make us ill and what Reiki does is it kind of clears all these channels and it makes you healthier and more balanced. Here's the thing though, no Reiki practitioner ever worth their salt will ever tell you, or any holistic practitioner, just 
stop what you're doing, you know, just invest in a different practice. If something is working for you, you need to st always stick with your medical care, always. Um, but you also do need to, it's good maybe sometimes to try something else, but always do what's best for you, always. No Reiki practitioner, most Reiki practitioners are not medical doctors. A lot of them are nurses, but uh, not all of them are medical doctors. Reiki practitioners, we use the term healer, but none of us are actually healers. We use, we are conduits. We use the universal life energy and the healing energy that exists to put all of that in one place. The other thing about Reiki is that we acknowledge that Reiki, what they always say is Reiki has its own wisdom. So I can't tell you what Reiki is going to do for you. You would receive a Reiki session and then you would tell me what Reiki did for you. So in other words, there are some people in your situation who receive Reiki. Yes, of course, you want all over health. You want to get better. You um, want better balance. You, you probably want to feel better on a day-to-day -day basis. What Reiki can't really do is just tell you exactly what's going to happen. But what I can tell you is that the practice in and of itself is going to take care of you in the best way that the practice knows how. The belief with Reiki is that if you are in balance, if you are in constant balance, your body is going to take care of itself. So what a Reiki practitioner does is they raise their vibe, they raise their energy so that they can work on someone and help them to raise them up to. And uh, for anybody who says that that's not, uh, you know, I don't believe in that, I would say to them, yeah, but you know what? For the majority of people, when you cut your finger, you have faith that your finger is going to heal. Not everybody, because some people don't have the ability to do that, but the majority of people do. You don't think about it too much, right? The majority of people. Because why? Because you believe your body has the ability to do that. So what if you said, you know what? Anything's possible. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take that. Whew. I'm gonna go so far with that. There is so much possibility here. I can heal myself. Maybe I can heal someone else. It's the entrainment. There's well, healing everywhere. I mean, he, we we heal. We were born to heal. We were born these bundles of healing energy. I always say we were born these bright little stars. Okay, so there's a lot of sort of uh, touchy-feely, new-agey, woo-woo stuff going on here. And I don't know what I think, but some of what she's saying makes sense. Some of it I'm not quite on board with yet, but I don't know. It sounds good. So there seems to be more kind of in this sort of the philosophy of the Reiki that uh, may help in other areas of our lives, whether you believe in the quote-unquote healing components whatever healing means to you seems like there's something interesting going on there and what defines us as humans is how we treat other living things so once we start getting right i know you agree with me so um, once we start getting that into perspective we realize we're all in this together well what does that mean well it's not just a hippie phrase it really means that you know, if we all take accountability for ourselves and we say, you know what, what am I putting out into there? Like, what am I putting out into the world? Is it good? Am I trying to do my best? Am I trying to be my most balanced? I don't think any of us, well, I'm, I'm not saying, I shouldn't say that. I think a lot of us were not raised to think, okay, what's the first thing you do in the morning? 
you, you check in with yourself. You make sure that you're balanced. You make sure that you feel good. You make sure that you're ready to go out into a world that's actually not always soft or kind to us. Not everybody around you isn't has your best intentions at heart. You talking about, um, you know, what is your role in the world? How do you uh, see other humans? I know that's something that this whole process of me going through this illness and the treatment and coming to terms with it has made me focus a lot more on what is my role in the world? What am I doing? I always kind of live by sort of the mantra of like leaving the world a little bit better than when you found it. I think it's a Native American sort of proverb that I just sort of probably mutilated. But, no, but, um, you made it your own. That's okay. Yeah. Um, I think that I'm going through a serious illness like this has certainly you know, intensified my interest in living that way, whether it's reaching out to a newly diagnosed cancer patient to kind of help them anticipate what to expect just because if somebody has can tell you what to expect, it's a little bit easier to deal with. Just trying to treat people with more kindness, thinking more about like, all right, this person is being a jerk. What happened today or in the last few days that's putting this person in, in this foul mood? And can I sort of understand what they're going through and why they might be acting in this seemingly illogical and rude way? And so I'm more patient with them and so forth. You know, the message is like, be kind, or if you can be anything, be kind. And I, I, I actually have, I, I think that that's obviously, obviously, I think that's super important. I also think sometimes it's important to say, you know what, I'm going to be a real badass here. There are just certain things in life that require you to be like, hey, sir, that is not okay. I'm not going to be kind right now. I'm going to tell you exactly because I'm not sure anybody has told you before. That's just, that's not okay. And a lot of the kindness messages and a lot of the messages that you're talking about, it's so great that you think this way. I wish they weren't always received by people who are already so kind. I would like to find a way to get those messages to the people who, I don't know, are not quite as open and receptive to hearing them. And you, I think, I think maybe you'd agree with me. There are some people who just, they don't always want to hear that kindness message that we're all human, you know, and that you, it's important what you put out into the world. It really is. So if some of what Liza is saying kind of took you by surprise, not the new age spiritualism that you're used to hearing about, that's good. Hold on, because you're about to hear a little bit more about that in other ways in which it's important, at least I think it's important to live your life. To borrow a phrase that Liza has said a lot in addition in regards to Reiki, finding balance. to go through hard times people are gonna be angry and i'm not somebody by the way who's really upset about anger i think that anger is super useful we've given anger such a bad rap that i think that a lot of the time um we've we've gaslighted some really great people into thinking you're not allowed to be angry things are unfair sometimes it's really important to say you know what this is not okay I can do better, you can do better, and I'm angry about it. And just be angry in a really, obviously I'm not talking about rage, I'm not talking about destruction. That will never be okay. But why can't we just honor all the emotions that we have? 
I think that somebody who feels all these things should go ahead and feel them. It's, it's interesting that you say that because, you know, one of the things that's been really big for me lately is the idea of toxic positivity. Oh, yeah. I actually first heard the phrase in the same day that I met you was another woman that I was interviewing the same day, Monica O'Neill, who's a psychiatrist in, uh, in Boston. Part of finding the light is accepting the negativity, uh, embracing it so you can let go of it. I think that it's really important for us to redefine what negativity is. We have to honor ourselves as human beings first. We have to say, you know what? We're gonna go through all these different incarnations. Relax and breathe. Breathe. Sit or stand where you are. you to scan and scrub your body for all the rage and anger. Not to rid yourself of it, but to collect it in one place. Breathe. Start at the top of your head, down to your toes, slowly. Torso, and about your arms. And then I want you to collect all that anger and rage into your hands. Ball them up into fists. Get ready to shoot all that rage and anger into the world. Not to destroy it, but to shower yourself down and all that energy turn it turn it to joy dance in the angry rain make it something productive something useful something that brings joy to your life not something destroys it. You know, I think if you're going to learn anything, just really try and learn from our dogs. Because it's right, they, 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 they wake up every day, it's a brand new day. They start anew. Dogs don't know that their lifespan should be so much longer than it is. I, I want my dog to live to be 300 years old. He is really, he's the best person I know. And he doesn't know that some people say, ah, he's got a couple good years. He doesn't know, he doesn't hear that. He knows every day is just about trying to live in the moment and you know, be the best, he doesn't think he's a dog, but be the best dog he can be and, and um, just, just operate completely from a place of love. But he gets angry too. And he gets, you know, if something doesn't go his way, but then it's over. By the way, my dog has never been back to the ER or had another health issue and his heart seems to have healed. 
Okay, so, um, and I do Reiki on him all the time. If you wanna have some fun, perform Reiki on your animals. They are vessels, they are there. They just absorb this amazing energy. But anyway, start of everything, and I say this from experience, is to clear the energy around you. And that includes like getting rid of toxic people, getting rid of any toxicity in your home, getting rid, you know, I'm not one of those people who thinks that you have to completely flush out your life, but I'm just saying it's all about energy. So I don't know if you've ever <laughs> had like a palm reading or your horoscope done or anything like that. Now, there are people yeah, who actually, like, I, I've had, actually had a number of psychic readings throughout my life. I've even gone through rebirthing, which you may be familiar with. Yeah. Uh, I had a pretty traumatic experience with it. I think even though I said that I, I tend to be a skeptic, kind of made me at least be open to, yeah. to it. So. Or curious. Maybe you're even curious. Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, what's this all about? I'm going to give this a try. And then you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> that, was, that was a doozy. <laughs> but sometimes you do that and you go back. Usually what happens in a Reiki session, so a traditional Reiki session is hands-on. Um, there are standard positions that go from your head all the way down to your feet. It is a full body hands-on session. Not everybody is used to being touched um, from head to toe. Um, as a matter of fact, most people aren't, you know, uh, and, and especially in this way. And you spend so many so much time going through each area of the body. And the idea is that Reiki creates, balances the meridians. And it also balances your chakras. So it balances your energy. And also a, Reiki, a good, really good Reiki practitioner will be able to feel where you're really imbalanced. You'll spend a little bit more time there. And the average person who wakes up from a, wait, I say wakes up, not everybody falls asleep, but um, they're usually in a state of calm. And when they are out of the session, they almost always feel great. Now that could be something different for everybody. You know, if you have an injury, maybe you feel better with the injury. Maybe you just have a feeling of peace and happiness. And I've had people say before, ah, that's placebo. And I'm like, awesome. So, so what? Okay, let's say it's placebo. What are you telling me then? Well, you're telling me that somebody managed to make your brain think that you felt better. Awesome. Great. Okay, it's placebo. Great. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, uh, there's another way of doing it, which is a distance Reiki session, which is what I've been doing a lot of. So one of the things I wanted to say too, was that from, this is the true, want to talk about superhero Marvel comic stuff. If you can heal somebody from afar um, using this practice, it's, it is, it feels utterly miraculous and it's amazing. So it's the exact same thing only the person is not right in front of you. Someone is miles and miles and miles away. This, they, could be, they could be all the way across the world. And the best thing about distance Reiki is that you can send it absolutely anywhere. You can send it to world events. You can send it to future events. If there's something that you're worried about in the future, it could be a surgery. It could be an election. It could be anything. So that's why I, I'm, I'm just really into it. And I love to send distance reiki to absolutely everybody who wants to receive it okay so spoiler alert 
I actually did this interview about two years ago with Liza, and shortly after, she actually did a, a distance Reiki session for me. I actually even had another sort of in-person Reiki session with somebody else. I mean, I'm not gonna say it solved all my problems, but it certainly didn't hurt. Um, I have had some notable achievements since then. Number one, uh, I am now in, I'm in a very small subsection of people who have lived with their this particular cancer for as long as I have had some improvements in my vision specifically in energy levels I've also since started another practice as they call it a Feldenkrais it's a type of physical therapy that kind of mixes a bunch of different sort of what people might deem as spiritual new agey stuff there's quite a bit of science behind it anyway they haven't hurt me perhaps future episode I'll get a little bit more into Feldenkrais but instead I want to focus on what's next I have a few things lined up I'm really excited about one particular episode it's an interview with one of my all-time favorite musical artists a band called Soulside if you haven't heard of them shame on you but it's also understandable they weren't exactly huge megastars very 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 sort of pioneering band in the world of post-punk discord band late 80s early 90s and um, have had a profound effect on me so I hope you'll tune in just simply for that but beyond that they accomplished some very notable things such as being the first band to play behind or the first western band to play behind the Iron Curtain back when that was a thing they have recently reunited in the last few years not to cash in on, on a reunion because I'm not sure how successful that would be while there is certainly an audience that wants to see what they're up to they're doing new material and you know what it's pretty good aside from music they've done a lot of really interesting things Uh, they live literally all over the world and don't live sort of I guess what you might think of as being the iconic rock lifestyle I think there's a lot to be learned from a group of individuals like they are how can people get in touch with you if they're interested in finding out more about what you offer and all that? My site, thebiggreenheart.com. You can find me on Instagram. I'm on Insta too. I will say this, that I really enjoy the post that Big Green Heart makes. It's, it's kind of an interesting approach. It's not the typical sort of, or stereotypical sort of approach to sort of natural healing that I think people are used to. There's a little bit of a sense of humor about it. And like you said, it's not afraid to embrace some of the things that on the surface seem good but can be turned into good. I'm so glad. I mean, one of the things I will say about the Big Green Heart on Insta is that I started that account in November 2017. Within a week, I had 10,000 followers. And I'm like, hmm, maybe there's something about this. (laughs) I didn't put any money into it. I didn't do anything. And I thought, oh, that's kind of fun. And I just think there's more layers than just the like, you know, the, the inspirational counts are so important, but this one is a little bit more layered than that. It's like, we're human beings, we're here. You know, sometimes we gotta laugh. We gotta laugh at ourselves. We gotta laugh at things around us, you know? This is, life can be hard sometimes. There's nothing wrong with saying that. The other thing about that is, I wanna say I'm still a writer and I'm still a journalist. That's how I pay my mortgage. I mean, <laughs> because you can do all of that and also be a healer. In fact, we're all healers. So I'd love to be able to someday really normalize that. Yeah, that person does that. Oh, and they're a healer. And that's the side thing. And that's what they all do. 
because we that really uh, there isn't really much more that's important well thank you this has been uh great i feel like i want to keep talking to you just about all sorts of other things just because we talk so much about reiki but you know size. maybe we do a part two <laughs> we could like the liza sessions thanks for listening new episodes of the r3 podcast most sundays see the episode description for notes and where to find more online